Fat Guy Loves Cake, July 24, 2023, take one. She take my money. She take my money. She kill me, man. Shut your hole, Wang Chung. Joey shit his pants. That's a huge bitch. Holy shit, he's big for Big sack. Big, 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 big sack. Big sack, big, big, big sack. Butt fucker 3000. I'm somebody's bitch. Hey, everybody. Good morning to you, or good afternoon, or good evening, whatever it is for you. It is July 24th, 2023. It's Monday. And uh, a little update for you guys who are possibly wondering about my driver's license. I got it. I freaking got it. And it was a little bit more uh, difficult than I expected because uh, the parallel parking had these two orange cones, uh, orange, whatever you want to call them, poles. And they were literally only like a foot longer than the pickup I was driving. So (laughs) I didn't, it's been so long since I parallel parked. I mean, my God, I ride a scooter. I park in the little yellow stripes in front of the grocery store. So I backed the truck in and I didn't come in early enough. So basically I backed in at an angle and then I'd pull forward and then I'd back up and I'd pull forward back up and I kept gaining nothing. Like I wasn't getting any closer to the curb. And uh, Jason was watching from inside the DMV and he was like, what the fuck, man? He's going to fail a parallel parking. And I did. So, uh, yeah, I was back and forth. No bullshit. Like 20 times. And she, I said, how close do you want me to get? And she said, you tell me when you feel like you're close enough. And I was like, I oh, don't fuck it. I was like, that's it. I give up, you know, and I'm like four feet away from the curb. And they have this little sheet, you know, how they grade you when you um, when you're doing everything. So like there's this long list of things and it's like good, fair, bad. And she doesn't mark anything good. She just marks either fair or bad based on whatever you do wrong. And so like everything was spotless. And then you get down to parallel parking and it's all bad, bad, bad. <laughs> I'm like, damn it. But we got back, you know, and I, I talked like I do, you know, the whole time. And she said, uh, you did great and you passed. And I'm like, wow. And that was it. I got it. I got a paper printed out copy of my new driver's license. And uh, I didn't know they were going to take my picture on Wednesday. See, they actually took my picture and my money and approved everything before I actually passed the driving test. So. When I went to take the driving test, I was all shaved and my hair was all done. But when I took the picture for my driver's license, I was all like fucked up, right? And I knew it was going to be a a bad picture, and it is, and it's good for 11 years. And I look like the fucking Unabomber. Like, it really looks like a mugshot from prison. It's awful and embarrassing, and, uh, and I'm stuck with it. So, didn't stop me from sharing it to all my friends on Facebook. So, whatever. Uh, in other news, uh, canine bites cow. South Carolina deputy tases canine cow kicks deputy in what can only be described as the most ridiculous game of rock, paper, scissors. In Georgetown, South Carolina, a deputy was forced to use a taser on his own canine. According to the Georgetown County Sheriff's Office, a deputy responded to the scene of a reported burglary around 4 p.m. A cow near the scene distracted the dog, which led to the dog biting the cow. 
To de-escalate the situation, the deputy tased the dog. The cow was spooked and struck the deputy and the property owner, <laughs> resulting in minor injuries. The sheriff's office said the burglary call proved to be unfounded, so someone made a bogus burglary call only to have taser beats dog, dog beats cow, cow beats deputy. <laughs> that is funny. All right, so anyway, let's just keep moving along here. Uh, I found an article. I had actually had a whole bunch of stuff, a whole mess of things I was going to do today, uh, but I ended up working on a video for a really long time so i'm not really in a place where i can make a super duper long show besides this monday you guys got to get to work same as i do i have to move a shitload of propane uh for caterpillar today in the hot baking sun no cover over me so uh say a prayer for your boy joey valentine because i am going to be in the bad stuff today in the hot 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 uh, so we're going to go ahead and we're just going to skip right to uh, something that's extremely apropos for Fat Guy Loves Cake. And that is an article called 17 Sex Terms You Were Too Embarrassed to Ask About, Defined. And what led me to this, uh, let me tell you this little story before I begin the article, uh, was I was watching Dumb and Dumber today. And then I was on IMDb and I was reading all the trivia about Dumb and Dumber. I love reading trivia about movies. I love knowing every little thing from behind the scenes. Well, it occurred to me as I'm watching the movie, you, you know, Harry and Lloyd are in their hot tub talking at the, in this hotel room. And, and Harry starts talking about his ex-girlfriend, whose name is Freda Felcher. And then I remembered Felcher is something really, really gross. And I thought... How did no one ever notice that? You know, because I just read all the trivia about Dumb and Dumber and not one person because, man, movie dorks love to point out every little fucking thing about a movie that you may or may not have caught. And so I thought, man, why is there nothing about Felcher in uh, the IMDb trivia? And then I thought, well, OK, because it's it's extremely uh, dirty, filthy fucking sex act and probably someone did try to put it in there and then it got taken out. But again, it, it was something that no one has ever, as long as I've, that movie has been out, no one has ever been like, did you catch the felching thing, the felcher name? And I feel like they really snuck one in there. And so I looked up felching to make sure that it was exactly what I thought it was, because this is the, the term felching has been around for like 30 years. So, I just wanted to make sure that I hadn't imagined this in my head. And sure enough, when I looked up Felching, it came up with this article. And this article has uh, 17, 16 additional things other than Felching that we can talk about. So for those of you who might have sensitive ears, I know that sometimes I do lowbrow stuff. But I'm going to try and not be nasty about this. But for those of you who were too scared to ask or maybe afraid to dirty up your... Uh, Search history on Google or Bing or Bingle. Uh, let me do you a favor. Uh, for those who are a little bit, uh, for those of you who, for those of you who do not care for this type of stuff that I do on my show, you can go ahead and turn it off now. And I apologize. So let's get started. Number one, a pearl necklace. You kind of play a trivia along with yourself here. I'm going to say them, and before I describe them, think to yourself, do I know that? And then try and remember how many you know. And then try and remember that if you know all of them, you're a dirty little bastard. <laughs> Pearl necklace. 
As Samantha explained to Charlotte on a memorable episode of Sex in the City, a pearl necklace is what results when someone ejaculates on or around their partner's neck or chest. Yes, so the semen is roughly where a pearl necklace is when worn. I'm also going to say whether I know what they are. I haven't read the article. I only went to Felching. <laughs> felching is the new. That's going to be like Pee Wee's Playhouse word of the uh, of the week now. Like Felching. Ah! Okay. So. <laughs> I'm going to say whether I know them before I read them. So uh, one pearl necklace. Yes, I totally knew what that was. Number two, impact play. Okay, no, I do not know what impact play is. Impact play refers to any impact on the body done for sexual gratification from spanking to whips and crops. Okay, makes sense. When engaging in impact play, remember to pick a safe word and continually check in with one another to ensure the level of pain is desirable. And for the record, my safe word is going to be felch or felching or felcher. Okay. <laughs> Number three, squirting. I believe I know what that means. Uh, squirting is when a person with a vagina ejaculates fluid during sex. Uh, Eborn says she is frequently asked if squirting is a myth, and she's only too happy to share that it is not, nor is it just peeing. Research suggests that the fluid involved comes partly from Skeen's glands, also known as the female prostate. But as with many subjects that don't focus on a penis, more research is required. In other words, the vagina is just too complicated, <laughs> and science can't figure it out. Uh I mean, I knew what squirting was, and I've seen it, and it's um, it's quite a sight to behold. But uh, uh, don't really say, I don't want to say I know. I'm like some sort of expert. I, I, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm not comfortable with talking about squirting anymore. Let's just move on. Number four, CBT. Okay, don't know what it is. You may be familiar with cognitive behavioral therapy, a helpful form of talk therapy. However, within the world of kink. CBT refers to cock and balls torture. <laughs> oh, boy. This form of CBT can be therapeutic for people with penises interested in having a dominatrix inflict pain on their genitals through the use of ropes, whips, or even chastity devices. Okay, so there are people. I mean, I knew. I knew. It's not like I didn't know. I've never known anyone. I've never watched any video of it. But there are people who like a good old... <laughs> In the PV, I guess. Not my cup of tea. Uh, so let's move on. I did not know what CBT was. Number five, pegging. Pegging. I do not know what pegging is. Let's see. Pegging refers to when a woman penetrates a man anally with a strap-on dildo. There's a now infamous pegging scene in Broad City episode that recently popularized the term. Stick it up, you fucking ass! <laughs> Did not know what pegging was. Didn't need to. Number six, queening. As in a queen, a king or a queen. Queening is just a glamorous name for sitting on someone's face. There's nothing more to it than that. Okay, didn't know. New one for me. Number seven, scissoring. I do know what scissoring is. It's, uh, well, it's, it's in the name. Scissoring, also called tribadism or tribbing, is most often thought of as the territory of same-sex female-identified couples. It's usually considered to be two partners rubbing their vulvas against each other's, but can also be defined as one partner rubbing their vulva against other body parts of their partners, including thighs and butt. 
butt stuff. Number eight, edge play. Nope, don't know it. When you first hear the term edge play, it's easy to assume it refers to extreme sex acts that literally involve any edge of some sort, such as knives or needles. And yes, some people consensually incorporate those things into sex. But no sharp objects need to be involved in this type of edge play. The term means kinky sexual acts that push your boundaries consensually to the edge, which can be exhilarating for some. What is considered edge play differs from person to person, as we all have our own boundaries and limits. For some, psychological play, such as name-calling, may be edge play. If you are going to try pushing your boundaries, please do so with a partner you trust and use a safe word. So, edge play would be like... Just saying really ugly stuff to you. Well, okay, I guess, like I said, it's different for everyone, but yeah, you could be. You know what? I don't need to give you examples. Make, make up your own fucking stuff, okay? All right, number nine, figging. Nope. Wow, I am really not as. Um, you know, for someone who spends a lot of time uh, searching the internet for really weird shit, I'm, I gotta say, I am uh, pleasantly uneducated. <laughs> Number nine, figging. Figging is one of those sexual acts that are so interesting it's fun to know what it means, but you have to wonder if anyone actually does it. Figging is the act of inserting a piece of peeled ginger into someone's butthole, which would burn, sting, and be quite painful. Figging allegedly uh, originated as a non-sexual form of corporal punishment on female prisoners by the Greek and the Roman empires. These days, the term can also refer to the general infliction of consensual pain on the anus. All right, so take that one and uh, to your, your jobs and educate your co-workers about figging. Yo, bro, you into figging? Nobody's going to know what figging is. Actually, if they do know what figging is, that's the one to look out for, right? All right, number 10 is aftercare. Don't know what that means. Aftercare is a sexual practice that everyone should be doing, uh, whether you're having kinky sex or vanilla sex. What's vanilla sex? I'm white. I thought every sex I had is vanilla. <laughs> it's a term created by the kink community and simply means checking in with your partner after sex to make sure all parties felt good and safe about what just went down and taking care of one another emotionally and physically. This can mean cuddling, bringing ice to the submissive partners if there was any spanking bruises, and talking about what you liked or what you didn't like. This is also called being in a committed relationship and putting in time to get laid. <laughs> That's not actually in the article, <laughs> but it is. Uh, number 11, we finally got to it. Da, 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 da. Felching. Are you excited <laughs> about what felching means? Go fuck yourself. To felch is to suck up semen out of an orifice. Using a straw is optional. That's in parenthesis. For instance, someone may ejaculate inside their partner's anus and then suck their own semen out of the anus with their mouth. They then may or may not swallow. I have to pause because I'm like, do I want to read the next line or not? I have to kind of like process it for a second. Uh, keep in mind that exchanging fluids this way is associated with a high risk of STIs. Um, okay. So I did know what felching was. Uh, for some reason, that, that word went around my school for a while and was, uh, I thought it was actually called snowballing. And then I looked, but that's not snowballing. Snowballing is when you, um, is when a girl spits your own back into your mouth. Uh, after ejaculating. 
Anywho, uh, number 12, Bukkake. I do know what Bukkake is. Bukkake is both a sex act and a popular genre of porn in which multiple men, typically three or more, ejaculate all over a woman. It is disturbing (laughs) to watch the immense amounts of yucko that get... Yeah, anyway, uh, let's just move on. Number 13, docking. Don't know what docking is. Docking is when two uncircumcised people, <laughs> it says in parentheses, people with penises, doy, although I guess we do have to elaborate on that in 2023. Uh, docking is when two uncircumcised people with penises get together. The first pulls his foreskin back and holds it while the second stretches their own open and outward as far as possible over the head and shaft of the first partner's penis. So, <laughs> I don't. I mean, it's in the it's in the name docking. It's like uh, landing a ship or docking a boat, uh, plugging in your cell phone to charge <laughs> with foreskin. Uh, number fourteen, cuckolding. Okay, I I did know what this means because I did. I did talk about this on a show a long time ago, but I don't remember. Uh, Let's see. Cuckolding is when a person in a relationship stands by as their partner has sex with someone else. There are many ways to cuck. The cuckold may look on while tied up in a corner, or the cuckold's partner may go out on their own, have sex, and report back. Hmm, That sounds like just fucking around on your girlfriend, but anyway... There is usually an element of humiliation involved. For instance, a wife may tell her husband all about how her other partner has a massive penis and can satisfy her in ways that her husband cannot. Yes, some men are turned on by being told that they suck in bed. Important note, it's totally possible to share sexy fantasies about cuckolding with your partner without actually doing it. So, cuckolding. So, so, let me get this... Straight, let me make sure I have this correct. Um, my girlfriend is gonna bang someone else and then tell me in person while I'm tied up how much better it is, how much bigger he is, how terrible I am at satisfying her. Well, since I'm already terrible in bed and not big, <laughs> I just gotta find a way to get turned on by that. <laughs> Okay, number 15, water sports. Uh, It's probably not going to be what I think it is. It's not going to be like polo and then make it out afterwards. Uh, Water sports. According to Safe for Work Google searches, water sports are aquatic activities such as jet skiing. In the bedroom, however, the term refers to the incorporation of urine in erotic play. A golden shower, for example, is when one partner pees on the other. If you want to try this kind of play for the first time but are a little nervous peeing on your partner or being peed on in the shower is a good way to dip your toe in the water, metaphorically speaking. All right, two to go. Number 16, fisting. Oh, God, do I even have to read this? Of course I know what fisting is, and so do you. But if I have to read it, you have to hear it. Fisting is when one partner inserts their entire hand or fist into the other partners vagina or anus for the highly talented if you enjoy intense penetration but are dating someone with a small penis remember that they have an entire fist to use on you and no a penchant for 
And no, a penchant for fisting won't make your vagina loose, nor will sex in general. So put that myth out of your head. Yes, okay, that's fine. Uh, I believe you that being fisted won't make your vagina loose uh, because obviously its original size was massive to begin with. A fist? Come on. A fist? I mean, I've seen it, sort of, I think. I, I mean, I have. I, I mean, I haven't seen, like, the actual act, like, in motion, but I've seen pictures where the wrist is obviously all the way. <laughs> I mean, babies come out of there, so it's not impossible, you know? I mean, big-ass babies come out of the vagina. Could you imagine if your girlfriend told you that she needed you to fist her? I don't like saying the word fist anymore. <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> Put up your fist. Ah! <laughs> All right, boy, make a fist. Ah, I can't. I can't. <laughs> and number 17, the final entry at the end of this horrible, horrible list. Queefing. Yes, we all know what queefing is, and it's awesome, and it's hilarious. Okay, so this one may not be a sex act exactly, but it frequently happens during sex. Queefing is when air escapes from the vagina often during or after penetration, and makes a farting sound. It's a form of flatulence, and it's totally normal. At one point in time, it happens to all of us. We laugh about it to keep from being embarrassed. <laughs> you know it's all happened to every single one of you, right? Anybody that's been in a long-term relationship, you know, it's like you just get done doing the hunk of chunk of the horizontal mambo. You're breathing in, you're breathing out. She gets up to clean up and... <laughs> A little bit of you goes flying out. <laughs> no, Joey, no, don't do that. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up the show. Everybody have a good week. If you haven't checked out the Facebook page or the YouTube page, please do like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about Fat Guy Loves Cake, enjoy Valentine. In the meantime, hug your children, kiss your kitty cats, and please be nice to each other's genitals. I will see you on Wednesday.
some corn out, no corn. 